Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Will, back with us. Welcome. What up, baby? And I'm Alan Hahn. I'm in for Zubin. And for everybody to understand, Zubin uh, will be taking time off to further address his recent diabetes diagnosis. We fully support him, of course, in this decision. And behind him in every way, we also look forward to welcoming back to KJZ when he's ready. In the meantime, you guys are stuck with me. But more importantly, Jay, welcome back. How's it going, Dad? Uh, I'm sleep-deprived. I have no idea what day it is. Uh, you know, Keyshawn has been giving me his support the entire two weeks off. Uh, <laughs> that he's like, oh, you're just relaxing. I'm like, yeah, I'm just actually taking care of my two-year-old tornado kid. But it's been, it's been cool, man, Who to see my son. to their kid as a tornado? Well, no. Oh, my my, my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, I love her. She is the best thing in my life, is a tornado, is relentless. You, you know what I'm – he has a when, – see, when's the last time you've been around little kids, Key? I have a 10-month-old. Yeah, Keyshawn. And I have an 8 and an 11. Can you imagine what 8 is? Yeah, what is 8? Tell me about 8. I don't know what 8 well, is. Well, he's 9 now, bouncing off walls. See, I mean, we, all day. Yeah. And he plays those games, the Fortnites and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so you can literally hear him screaming. And yesterday mm-hmm. I took him to basketball practice, so the entire ride to and from basketball Gauchos. practice, it was all sorts of information exchanged. Like, where did you get that from? <laughs> that's what my daughter is. Questions all the time. Like, I don't know the answers to all these questions. That's, that's two. Guys. Yeah, see, two is they ask the questions. Eight, you're asking them the questions. Nah, that, eight, the, nah, nine, nine years old, he got a lot of, got a lot of snack crackle popping. And let's just say that. Oh, he's a baby key. Yeah. No, he just, he, the, the world that we live in now, the social media, the internet, no matter what you do mm-hmm. to police it, it just, you know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to turn the music down because there's a few lyrics in there that they get to rap into. Wait, he's, wait, he's he's you know he's playing Fortnite, yeah, on a network. <laughs> what yeah. you're worried which about means lyrics? He's probably cursing out somebody no, older than him. No, 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 no. No, have you ever put yeah. the headset on? Sweetie Pie, he ain't gonna do that. No. I promise you. All right, good. That's good to know because no. I, I, that's I, all over that. I you promise know? you, with him, oh, I'll never have to worry about anything. Oh no, man, no, uh. He the most, he honest Abe, dog. I just want to see That's him get you quality. into online he's gonna, gaming. He's going to pick up. That's, I tried that. I know, because I saw you with Snoop. And <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> Too many damn buttons, man. You got to. There's only four buttons. No, it's not. No, it's not. What, on no, which one? Not. Which controller? What controller man, are you talking about? Man, it doesn't matter. All that video game, that whatever that thing was I was playing, that football game, Madden or whatever. Man, it was about 15 little buttons, and then it was some underneath. I mean, you're talking about the ones you're index. You're talking about index fingers or the ones for L2, R2, L2. X's and O's. But and you don't stuff count. You don't count the buttons for the index fingers and underneath as buttons, though. You only count like the buttons on the side of Listen, the controller. Back in the day, See, it was three buttons and a D pad. That's all I needed. All a, need. B, C. Back when I played Nintendo. Look, That's you just right. move the thing. It was with easy. Your thumb. <laughs> look, you move the thumb. Good. You move the thumb and you push the button. Atari. The That's it. But see, on real game, arcade games, I'll smash you. I, I, what are you talking about? You'll smash, what, NBA jams? No, mm. like Galaga and NBA stuff. NBA like, jams? What's Galaga? You know, the come on. That's, yeah. No, I don't know what Galaga is. Oh, you yeah, need to man, find out. Man, what? I just went to NBA Jams. I don't What's Galaga? It's the... It's the, the how do, you can't how even do, explain how do, it. How do, how do I explain it? <laughs> well, it's, it's another... It's, it's it's a, you it's can't explain it either. It's 8-bit. It's, it's, a, it's a shooting... Shooting game. You got the... It's, you got but the it's one little, with the ducks? No. no, boy. You got the it's one little thing hunt. going from side to side. You got the... Whatever they want to call them. Flies or yeah. whatever. And you hit them and then you hit the one thing. And, Bing, why y'all playing games from 1945, man? fun. Can y'all get you on some like upgraded games? Update your iOS. No, 16-bit was as far as I needed to go. 
That's all I needed. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., all that? You ain't got none of that in your I got Donkey Kong Jr. Centipede, a little bit. You ain't got none of that in mm-hmm. it. I mean, I'm a little Ouch. bit younger than out. you guys, you know? Did you play any Pac-Man ever? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. You had Pac-Man? Yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, I'm going to smash you on all that, though. You're all not going to smash Asteroids, all that. You're not going to smash me on any of that. Okay. What's well, the bet? when we get out into the world again, yeah. as we travel and take the show on the road, we're going to stop through some arcades. Oh, please. And I'm going to show you. We'll go to Dave and Buster's, and I'm going to show you. Mm, okay. I'm going to show you. I like these I bets. Out. Okay, I like these oh, bets. Oh, man, you, but you know I'm not going to take a bet if I can't win. <laughs> well, you have no idea about my skill set at all. You just told me you don't play. You just said I just don't, don't play, play one game because I don't know what the hell the game is. And then pinball, I'm a, I'm, man. Pinball wizard? I think I am. <laughs> I he think thinks he's a lot of I stuff. I think I'm a, you know. Yeah. I know what, what is that? You know, yeah, I know how to move it. Yeah, shuffle little wrist. Got the hands out. Yeah, you, 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 ah. you got to. Ah. See here. Another thing. Ah, what is that? Well, well, this morning, thing, I have the best brain of all the brains. Oh, yeah. No, another thing you don't get is you got to. Why are you standing up right now? You got to be able to move. You got to. You got to be able to do that. Key, I think my hands are faster than yours. Okay. I think my hands are faster than yours. This is a challenge we need to have now. Yeah. Because I know we can definitely get ourselves. We can find a set top like a Sega or a Nintendo. No, I don't like the we set could, top. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stand it. up. I don't like the the little joint. The little one, you mean like you sitting? That no, one? no. I mean, I mean like a game, the actual console. We can get it. I want the full. You can find I it. I want the full. You arcade, want the full look of it. I want the full arcade yes. game. Well, we, we can easily get that. We're not far across the bridge. They yeah. sell all that stuff in warehouses. That, Dave and Buster's all that. Okay. We're yeah. going to get one we on me. I'm ready. Right in here. I'm ready. That's what I'm saying. We're going to get the I show to pay for ready. it. That is done. All right. That's easy. show to pay for it? Yeah. If, well, if yeah, you. Okay. okay. What they going to tell me? No. 888 <laughs> 888-729-3776. <laughs> if you have an arcade version, bring it in. We will play it. We will thank you for it as well. Want to get to some sports That's a great transition. Or are we just going to. That's a great transition. I mean, what else can I do? Let's rock. <laughs> I mean, you're looking for perfection. I, I'm not the guy that said he has the brainiest brain. I said that. That would be you. Yeah. That would be you. Yeah. That's the Keyshawnism. Is it? That's all. I, I have the brainiest brain? Yeah. What does that mean? That mean, in other words, <laughs> my brain is so stupid that I didn't realize <laughs> that I had a brain. Well, right? So it's the opposite meaning. It's the, the opposite brain. meaning. Yes. Okay. Well, as I said right. here about our mock draft for the entire time, and didn't we realize get some mock drafts. the way that we had the format, I just didn't. <laughs> Got so much stuff going on, man. Yeah, for those who don't know, so we're doing our KJZ mock draft, and we have, uh, what are we at, 17 at this point? We'll do more again today, but Keyshawn just realized that we're doing that in the order of the draft, not by division. So, welcome that, to the show. That's what happens when you Key. only go, you go number one. You don't have to worry about the rest that's of right. the draft. That's right. You don't even know who's you picking You don't have to worry that. about the rest care. of the draft. Not, not Key, who went, who went number three in your draft? In my class? Your draft. Your draft. <laughs> in class. your draft. Number three. Uh, Not even two, because two you probably might have heard while you were walking. But S- three? Simeon, Simeon Rice. Simeon Rice was three. Yeah, Sim was three because who was four? I think J- <laughs> Why are you I looking think, at me? No, I think J.O. was four. <laughs> okay. Pretty J-O good. Can you, can you go five? Can you go five? Ooh. Bianca Batuka was five. No, uh, he went. No, eight. no, Cedric Jones. Yeah, Cedric Jones. Ooh, Jones. That's pretty good. Okay, right, so you were looking. That's you impressive, right there. Attention. Yeah, I mean, come on. You man. pay attention afterwards. Now, when, when you start seeing who went thirteen, well, yeah, then I'm like, hey, I was already back in L.A. at that time. <laughs> <laughs> by then, already yeah. at the draft party. I was already exactly. at the draft party by then. <laughs> All right, how about fourteen? Fourteen, uh, you should get guy we had on the show very recently. Mm. It wasn't Eddie. Yeah, it was. Oh, Eddie, Eddie George. Yeah, yeah. Eddie George. 14th okay. overall. I, for some reason, I thought Eddie was like 16. And then uh, 19th, best wide receiver in this draft, Marvin Harrison. 
Yeah, Mar- wow. I was going to say Marvin. Wow. And I, and I, wow. and I, and I caught the part? slight dig. Did you, right. I, caught, I caught it, but I'm not even going to respond to it because once again, so disrespectful. once again, I have more catches in a quarter of any game that I've ever played in than he has in his entire career, meaning Evan, the producer. Is Evan fast? I, hey, have, more, I have more catches in a half a damn quarter <laughs> than Evan has in his entire career Period. Okay, you know what? We, we should go through, like, you know, combine. We should put Evan through some of these drills so we can get those numbers and That's kind of compare fun. those numbers That's always fun. to other subpar athletes. Mm. He's not a, even an athlete. Ain't no subpar to it. Like, I would love to see <laughs> – I need to see Evan do some of these combine drills. I need to see it. Just to see it, though. Just to see the outfit. What like, Evan's going to walk in with him. <laughs> He's not going to match. There's going to be a weird outfit. There's going to be, like, mid-high socks. It's going to be well, we ashy knees. I tried doing it. Yeah, we did. I tried doing that with Wally Zerbiak one time. He was in it doing a workout, and he's like, come with me and work out. I was like, I can work out with you. Easy, right? I was throwing up halfway through it. Like, I don't know how you it's do different. this. At a pro it's level, a it is a lot different. different. Yeah, we had really good stuff to talk about in that segment, but we won't. Instead, we will tell you. Well, well I mean, I'm sure we can get to this because, you know, talking about drafts, uh, there was a big, big move made on Friday. That might be the best move of the draft before the draft even happened. That, of course, involves Orlando Brown. Uh, and him going now to the Chiefs and the Ravens, which is a huge, really a, a huge move for the Chiefs and also an interesting one uh, for the Ravens, one they had to make. But that's a big deal. A lot of other deals is, of course, this is NFL draft week now. We're finally getting to the actual week where some of the um, myths become reality, and we'll find out certainly on Thursday. But also uh, coming up, some baseball to talk about, as we do have, I know you don't like to talk about it, a budding rivalry happening in the West with well, the Dodgers and, and <laughs> the Padres. No, it is real stuff happening, but also Trevor Bauer handling something I thought really well with Tatis. And also a no-hitter that wasn't quite a no-hitter, oh. but should be a no-hitter. All that to talk about. Your calls, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. All that coming up next, but first, who has it? Who, who has it? You do, Kay? Key? Key has it. All right, Key has Kay, Kay, Sean. Kay, <laughs> Key has this from Straight Talk. Off to a it, great start. It's, uh, it's all right. We're rolling, man. Six o'clock in the morning. It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good by cutting your wireless bill in half. That feels really good, like a walk-off home run in the ninth inning good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With straight talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 25 bucks a month, up to 50% less than other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a lot? When you can pay half as much. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Seeger rolls it over, and that'll do it. A ground ball to Tatis. Steps on second. The Padres rally from 7-1 down and shock the Dodgers 8-7. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Jay Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Welcome back, Jay Will. Good to be back. Good to have you back. How I guess now we'll talk sports. <laughs> you are killing Key. Key <laughs> is like my daughter in a way. He is relentless in his approach on me. He always he always cracking jokes. I appreciate it though. It's good to be back. So no, that's how you was feeling. That's all. But see, see, I trying to clean it up, Alan. That's how you feeling. He said, "Jay, how the stitches healing up yesterday?" <laughs> that's what he tried to hit me with. He keeps asking. <laughs> but that's the problem. <laughs> you are that's the, him. You're, you said it before, though. You're the dad. And it's always like, "Oh, how's Nikki doing? How's your wife doing? Oh, how's the baby doing?" Oh, Nobody I, asks I, how I, you're doing. Well, I, I've learned to be. I, I just don't. I don't even bother anymore. As long as my family's doing good, I'm good. That's you all. You know, maternity leave is good. I'm yeah. not tripping. Like, See, it's, it's, it's not called no. Yep. Mickey Mouse calls it family bonding time. Mm. I want you to clarify, just to make sure. Family bonding time. Okay. Right. That's good. It's very important. Congratulations. Thank you. It's good. And now, of course, <laughs> see when he looks away, when he looks at you, and he doesn't give me. Well, eye he contact. wants to move on. Yeah, but the key, the, the key, of course, is this: is <laughs> you trying can't, to move to sports. You got to be honest. You, you, be honest, though. After a couple of weeks of that, you were like, I need to get to work. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is your break. Like, yeah, it's like, this is your yes, break. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, I well, she's listening. One th- <laughs> she always is. One thing that Keyshawn can't get a break from is the Dodgers and losing. Mm. And, and so you go to bed and you've got a 7-1 lead and you're feeling good about life. But I knew that was going to happen. That's happened to me too many times in my life. To come back. I go on to bed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, something is cool. Something is good. Something is cool. Okay, we up. It's over. Yeah. And then you wake up and you go, man, what the hell? Damn. <laughs> what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. The Padres rallied from down six runs to actually win the game in the 11th, 8-7. And so they come back. So Fernando Tatis, homers again. He had five, has five home runs in the four-game series that they just played. And he has been, really, he's, he's been the star that they were hoping that he would be and he really has become. And he and Trevor Bauer have this back and forth going now because, you know, Tatis likes to celebrate. Loving. Right? And, and, that, and I think it's great for baseball. And he did the thing covering his eye. That's mm-hmm, a Trevor Bauer thing. Yeah. There was a little bit of stunting going on. I think he did a little uh, Conor McGregor. So, you know, he's having fun with it. And now, of course, the baseball fun police come out, you know, and they, and they tell Trevor Bauer, you, you can't like that as a pitcher, right? You don't like that, do you? And we'll call this Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Take a listen to Trevor Bauer and his response to the idea that Tatis uh, is celebrating these home runs, almost mocking the pitcher. I like it. I think that pitchers who have that done to them and react by throwing at people, I think, uh, I think it's pretty soft. If you give up a homer, a guy should celebrate it. You know, he, it's hard to hit in the big leagues. So I'm all for it. And I think it's, it's important that, you know, the game moves in that direction. And we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field. And Trevor Bauer is exactly right. I think when you look at, what happens in these situations? If you hang in a high fastball, he's gonna rip it. When you, when I know you at full count and you bringing it right down the slush, he's coming home run territory for you. If I know you hanging a curveball and it, it is hanging there, and I get a hold of it, I'm gonna celebrate. And so Trevor Bauer is correct about that. What you get is you get the no fun police, as we like to call it, mm-hmm. the guys that that whatever get on your get off my line. All the old guards of Major League Baseball see it a certain way. Some of the old dusty managers, not Dusty Baker that would be, but (laughs) dusty managers that sit around in their clubhouse complaining about somebody trotting around. It's almost like damned if you, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. If I flip my bat, it's problematic. If I jog the first and wait to see if it's going to carry the 450, then it gets over the wall and then I sprint from first to second, and then I jog from second to third, then I sprint again 
third to home. Too many. It's I, a problem. I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it, Key. I'm getting so damn confused just listening to you explain like what you can and what you can't do. Like it's 2021. Like for, talk some trash. Yeah, Trevor Bauer, strike him out. Talk trash to each other. Like, I want to see and feel things that are real. Like, sports to me is Key and I yelling back and forth to each other. Well, I want to see energy like that on the field. In every other sport you have Exactly. That. I, in every other sport you have trash talk, you have, you know, that, that's just the, the showmanship. That's part of the game. What I never understood, though, is that if a pitcher can strike out somebody and I can pump my fist and I can, yeah. and I can show him up, I'm, yeah. I have to walk back to the dugout like this guy's celebrating, going crazy. But, but, I got that, like, that dude that, that you know shoots the arrow. Like, what are we doing? But, but I can't celebrate a home run. Now, there is, though, another side of this, this back and forth now. Again, they, they face each other on Saturday in this series. Is that Bauer was fine with that stuff, but he's not fine with something that they're accusing Tatis of doing, which is stealing signs. And that is something even Dave Roberts kind of suggested that they will handle next time they see them. Now, it'll be a while. But that's the part, like I, I, that's the part I also see as. If it's could out be there, an I'm issue. gonna take it. Well, again, right? Isn't that a you problem? Isn't that a you problem? Exactly, because if it's out there and you have it out there for me to steal, right. I'm going to steal it. What am I supposed to do? Turn my head the other way? Am I supposed what? to ignore what I just saw? Okay, I look down. Mm-hmm. I'm looking down to take a sneak peek. That's on you. Yeah, be better. Doesn't, but doesn't it happen every other sport? I mean, I know it happens in basketball all the time. Like, a guy calls a play out. I'm like, all right, this is what the play is. We (laughs) know what set it is. Like, all right, beat us, even if you do know the play. Who cares? Change up your signs. And if I'm I'm looking down just a quick sneak peek, that doesn't mean that you got to come off the rubber at that point. Mm. You don't have to be in the stretch. You you could just wait. Have him flash it again. It's not like you're on a 24-second clock. Mm -hmm. So – and I'm, and I'm sure the skipper will fix it, as he said, next time around when they play the Padres. I mean, that's just that's yeah. just it. You can't, yeah. you can't blame you can't blame the fact that he was going yard on us like it was batting practice on him stealing signs. He's stealing our signs. He still has to connect. Signs. He's the sport has a lot of problems. The sport has a lot of problems, and one of the problems is not just that that little part. Now, again, Bauer handled the the celebration yeah. stuff perfectly. The stealing signs thing, though, that was a different type of issue that they'll talk about. But we'll get to this coming up at some point in the show as well. But there's also with baseball that idea of, like, you know, Madison Bumgarner had a no-hitter yesterday, but he did it in seven innings. So now when's a no-hitter not really a no-hitter? I, and I, I, I know that's a whole other I, topic. I, I, Alan, I just can't do this. Yeah. This is what – Key is a diehard baseball fan. He watches his Dodgers every single night. Like, I am a parachute baseball fan. I come in You're when it's time for – Casual sure. fan. I understand that. But this is – when we get on these type of uh, conversations, it makes me just want to throw baseball out the window. It makes me not want to pay attention to it. Like, I don't want to get into an argument about, is it a seven-game no-hitter? Is it a nine-game no-hitter? Does it really count? Is it legit? Like, this is the kind of stuff that makes me like, this is why I don't like baseball. Like, why are we still having these conversations? All right, it's a pandemic. Seven innings. It's a no-hitter. Just say it's a no-hitter. I don't understand. Why is it a big thing? Well, well, technically, a a no-hitter has to be nine innings, Jay. That's just the history of the game. That's our game. That's how we play it. It's nine innings. It loses me all the time. It loses me. It's only seven innings, though. A real no-hitter is Because a real game is nine innings. It's a real game. It's a real game. Okay. But seven seven innings, it doesn't count. It's a double-header. It's a complete game because it's seven innings. It didn't go nine. And he got the no-hitter. You may want to record it as a seven- Inning no hitter, not a nine inning no hitter. Well, you mean, Why does put, it you even mean, matter? Put, put, just put, say put it's an a no hitter. Put an no, you on just it? recorded as seven innings. Right, that's it. Or you just say that, that was a game. Wait. Seven innings is a no hitter. It's is it an is it an official game? 
Yes. So let me ask then you. Then it's this. a no hitter. So that's there's nothing well, more to talk about. He, so went, he, he no went. He went. He went ten for ten from the field, but he fouled out. He only played thirty six <laughs> minutes. Make sure he put that as an asterisk. <laughs> so it's the same thing, Allen. Back in the day, uh, you know, I don't know how many guys have did have done this, but if you go back in the heyday of pitching, mm-hmm. the complete games was nine innings. So if somebody happened to go into a 10-11 inning game, let's assume that they could pitch 10-11 innings and it was a complete game and a no-hitter, does he get the credit for having a no-hitter because it's 11 innings and not nine, or does he not get the credit because he went over? Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Well, it's like throwing a no-hitter through nine, but the game is you know scoreless. Yes. So you And then they score in the 10th, so you don't really get the no-hitter. It's all kinds of stuff. But so that's baseball. It's always about the numbers, and there's always going to be these debates and – you know, that's why some people do get frustrated with the sport. All right, that's Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So coming up, we get into the NFL, and five quarterbacks are about to be drafted, and we expect to be in the first round, maybe even the top five. So will this be an all-time great or an all-time bust of a draft? And we'll talk about that after Jay has this from Indeed. Need to hire people fast? Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. That's right. Just sponsor a job and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skill tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talent so you can find the right candidates faster. Did you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just go to a show where you need people for work. Indeed works fast. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Well, the countdown is on to the 2021 NFL Draft. Join me, L. Duncan, Kevin Degani, full coverage of the first three rounds on ESPN Radio. Coverage begins Thursday, 7 Eastern, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's now my honor to announce that the NFL draft is officially open. I got a vision, but they do not get it. I know that it is what it is. Watch over shoulders, because I'm getting older. Oh, where did they pile on the team? Screaming and shouting, because this is not in the 
my goal is to get in there and take care of business. You know, I'm going to give it everything I have because I only have one shot. The question pops up in my head every day, how great can I be? <laughs> I'm ready to roll and hopefully a team will take that opportunity with me. With the first pick. But I'm at the top of 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 the KJZ ESPN Radio. So, draft is coming up Thursday, and you've got obviously the fashion as a huge part of it. You spend that money before you even got it. You spend it before you even got it. You got to make sure that the fit is tight, the look is, the watch is nice. You still have your suit? No, no, no. no. My suit, my suit got donated to All Star Cafe at the time. Remember All Star Cafe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Wow. That was the big deal. So we donated the suit to All Star. That was Cafe. cream, right? Not white. Cream, it was cream. yeah, cream. cream. I don't even Cash know. Rules everything it around. Was, uh, cream. Get the money. What was it? It was a uh, a silk. I forgot what they called the silk, but it was silk, and it was cream. But when you go back, you wore you, silk cream on your draft night. It was cream. It was go like ahead, a, Keith. It, they called it. It wasn't a sad. Go ahead and wear silk. Go ahead and wear silk. It was. It was nice though. With the I had cuffs. My cuffs on the product was like three inches. Three inches. <laughs> <laughs> this really thing. Oh, hey, those my, are my, in. My, the wait, baggy, no. those are in. My pockets on my suit went down to my knees. <laughs> like, I could literally take my hands and Stop. stick it down to my knees. Because you got deep pockets well, now. Yeah, That's yeah, a game right. changer. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And my jacket was three-quarter length. Oh, I yeah, was, was, come on, isn't, man. Isn't silk cream like a dairy substitute that you put in your coffee? Yes. It is now. That it is. is. It yeah, is and, now. And now, now the whole second. And then I had. Yeah, then was, I had. The, it was fun. It, no, it actually it is. But look, so on yeah. draft night, I also had, <laughs> you know, all my family and friends, much like you, Jay. Family and friends. They basically was dressed. We were all dressed like the same, looking like somebody's R and B group from the <laughs> late eighties. Um, and I had the Gators on with the Gator matching belt, mm-hmm. but the watch, the Roly iced oh, up, was so iced why? I could have dropped it in a cup of water to froze. <laughs> what about you, Jay? <laughs> I went with the tuxedo. Yeah, but you – sorry. Right, so you, did you – you own it? You have it oh, still? Oh, yeah, well, I still, like, still have it. I still have it at the crib. It's back home. I mean, we had – see, for me, like, we had to try to get everybody to dress the same because we, we had arrived, Key. Like, this, yeah. is, this is what people need to understand about the draft. You just don't get drafted, Alan. When Key got drafted – Everybody got drafted. Our whole family, <laughs> all my friends, random cousins that I never met, we all made it. That was our coming out party. Yeah. So uh, – Here's a typical Keyshawn. Why wouldn't it be a, you know, me? I always cause problems. So the draft, before we move on and talk about Orlando Brown and the draft picks that the Kansas City Chiefs gave up to get the left tackle from the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. I got a call from Reggie. I can't remember Reggie's last name. Reggie was, the, Reggie was in the NFL's league office getting all the draft preparation and everything mm-hmm. done yep. for the players and everything to come. He called my agent, and my agent says, Okay, they only wanted to pay for me and my mom, or me, my mom, my girlfriend, my daughter, Maya, and that was pretty much it. And so I'm like, oh no, uh. Uh-uh. He was like, well, we only gonna give them four tick, two first class Mm-mm. and four coach. Said, man, you know what? Never mind. We good. We gonna stay at home. Leverage. Oh man, he put that phone call back on the joint because at that time they couldn't afford to have a problem like mine. The first pick in the draft in New York City, yeah. in the town that there. got the pick, and I'm not there. You mean sort of like at the Oscars where the, the best the best actor was Anthony Hopkins, uh-huh. and he wasn't there. Yeah, and everybody yeah. thought it was going to be Chadwick Boseman last night. Everybody got excited about that, and like if it's thinking all this promo for it, his family's there, everybody's in, and it's like 
Anthony Hopkins. All right, good night, everybody. It was like, what? If there was such thing as like flexing the, your if muscles. If your draft was that, it's like the New York Jets, everybody's all fired up, fired up, all the home. Jets fans. And then it's like Keyshawn Johnson, and we're all like, where is he? Where is he? Excepting for Keyshawn. <laughs> oh, no, it, it was it was one of those what? moments, though, Alan. We we flexed our muscles if it was such thing as flexing your muscles back mm. then. I, and wind up getting all the tickets and rooms that I needed at the Millennium Hotel. The Millennium Hotel. Oh, it sounds oh, rich. It sounds rich. 888-729-3776. The question, though, is that I referenced the Oscars because that was, I mean, that was a weird ending, right? And, and I know it's it just makes us think. Like, what would be the worst ending for you in a sports moment? Like, the worst ending that, that you can think of. Uh, give us that, like, the, similar to what you saw last night, where it's like, that's not how it was supposed to end. For me, I'll give you mine real quick. 2001 World Series, Game 7. Mo Rivera on the mound. It's right after 9-11. The Yankees are there. It's like it just felt like New York really needed it so bad for the, a championship just months after that tragedy. And Rivera is the best ever. And he blows the save, and they mm. lose. And and it was so like, wait, that's not how the story's supposed to end. So yeah. that that's that's mine. You got one, Jay? I got yeah. Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear. Mm. I'm like that. That's a that's, that's a, that was a colossal fight from yeah. a guy who likes boxing. Like to see it. Like, wh- why are you gnawing at this man's ear? <laughs> why why do you take a chunk of his ear out? Key Seattle. I, I knew it. Evan, what did I say, Evan? Before we even started today, I'm like, y'all Amazing. know what Key's going to say. He's going yeah. right back That's to the Marshawn worst. Lynch. That's just give him the damn ball. Seattle. That's the worst play in the history of professional sports. Wow. In the history of professional sports, that is the worst play ever that Seattle dialed up. Ever. In that moment, the, the magnitude of that particular game, in that situation, in that moment, mm. you did that. Seriously. You did that? Yeah, that's one that, that that's one oh. will live in infamy. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six for your the the worst ending that you can think of in, in your sports fandom. Uh, meanwhile, as we talk about the draft, guys, you've got a you've got a draft with five quarterbacks. We've been talking about, and we've been talking about where these guys can go anywhere from top fifteen to top ten to maybe even in the top five. You never know how things shake out. So th- what we're wondering is, as it's been ten years since that SI cover of the twenty eleven. Uh, quarterback class in that draft. And you know who was in that class? Cam Newton, of course. Number one overall. Mm -hmm. Jake Locker and Blaine Gabbert. And the question on the cover of SI was, or not the question, but the statement on the cover of SI was, this is the toughest call in football. It's amazing. It's like the the draft is this. It's the only thing we know is what we don't know. And that's one of the examples. So is this draft – like who's who's the Cam Newton in this draft? Who's the uh, the Blaine Gabbard? Who's the Jake Locker? Like I hate this. like who is who is it? Who is it going to be? Because each draft has this. We get hyped up about all these guys, and as we saw even just a couple of years ago with with uh, you know with, uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. It's it's like somebody's going to be a complete bust, and someone's going to surprise us. Who's it going to be? You know, I go back to the, the Cam Newton draft, and I think about Jake Locker. I think about Cam Newton and Blaine Gabbert. And I always say to myself, it's as simple as an instant evaluator to, to see these dudes. By far, it was not even going to be close. Cam Newton was the best player. has always been the best player. Mm-hmm. Jake Locker had a handful of moments with Steve Sarkeesian at Washington, and 
Blaine Gabbard at Missouri was a quarterback that threw the ball all over the lot. He was following Chase Daniels, so everybody assumed, oh, my God, he's going to be great. Chase Daniels was a backup. It's a system that throws the football on every single down. That never works in the National Football League. And, and so you think about who could potentially be that guy this year. You know, it could potentially be Justin Fields, I think, depending on where he goes and how much time and effort a coach is willing to put in to get him ready for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Sometimes – Situation, where he ancillary goes. Factors, well, what, yes. what happens in these situations, and I say it all the time, and people don't un- – I don't think people really understand what I'm saying and register. Coaches in the National Football League, some coaches are lazy. They want everything to be done, ready for them to just roll out. They right. don't want to put in the work to get the guy from A to Z. In, in the moment that it's, it's not a finished product, they get frustrated and they want to move on to the next. Instead of saying, I picked this guy, I've got to get him right. He's, he's for me to get right. They run from it because their jobs are on the line. So it's important for Justin Fields to go to the right spot so he can learn. Like the San Francisco yeah, 49ers, for instance. If he goes to the 49ers, He's going to be the guy in the draft. If he winds up going to a team like – Give me an example of the worst-case scenario for Justin Fields. What, what if he goes to the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith in year three, they get rid of Matt Ryan, and in year three and four, Arthur Smith is not the guy. But, but he's there. That means he's sitting for three years, though. No, he's only going to but, sit for two. Hmm. Go ahead, but, but you know how this works, though. I mean, like, look, is there – is there somebody that's so transcendent in this draft class it doesn't matter where they get drafted? doesn't matter what situation they get drafted to? I'm asking Quarterbacks you know, wise. Quarterback quarterback wise, wise. Quarterbacks wise. We're talking No matter about. where he gets drafted, he's going to be successful. Trevor Lawrence. I was you, about to say, I was honestly, he I, just honestly, seems like he, he may be the only one. I was one. honestly about to say probably Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So where Probably. you get drafted really matters. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying as a fact, for, for right? Somebody who's lived it. For quarterbacks. No, Don't everybody. You think? Well, just for everybody. You everybody. Man, I got Timing drafted. Timing, situation, who you're behind, who's in front of <laughs> all you. All that. Who the head coach is, who's the OC. All these things matter. If they rock with you, if there's a change of coaching staff, maybe a new coach doesn't like you the way the other coach did. Instead of working with you on KJZ, if Richie Kotite was still my coach, you'd be seeing me, hey, how you doing there, Mr. Hahn? Let me get your bags. <laughs> because if I'm drafted by the Jets and he's coaching me instead of Bill Parcells and Charlie Weiss and them dudes, I would have just been well, just a guy, not really a feature guy, just a guy catching some balls. And then again, how you doing there, Mr. Hahn? Can mm-hmm. I help you? Mm-hmm. They set me up for success for the future by allowing me to be me, by allowing me not to try and change me Play to my into strengths. something that I wasn't. And, and so it's all about those circumstances. You, you look at certain quarterbacks, certain position players, all these guys are good. They're good for a reason. But sometimes you can go to the wrong place in the wrong spot, and then all of a sudden it's like that. She needs somebody to fall in love with you. That's why, look, I don't think he's going third. But if Mac Jones does find a way to go to San Francisco and he gets inserted into that, it, it almost reminds me of the 2004 class with Eli Manning, right? Like a, a quarterback who can't really move around a lot. He's not going to scout for a lot of yards, pretty much traditional pocket quarterback. But with the weapons he has around him, if he's able to play at a high level, 
that's a situation where he could look pretty decent. Yeah, and the only only difference with that, though, uh, Allen and, and Jay, is Eli Manning came into the league when there was a bunch of sub-zero refrigerators that couldn't move around, whether it was Phillip Rivers, whether it was Tom Brady, yeah. whether it was his brother, Peyton Manning, whether it's, it's just all these dudes when he came into the league, none of them. You didn't have mobile quarterbacks. Everybody was standing up tall in the pocket delivering the football. This is a different league now where you've got to be able to kind of escape the pocket, slide in the pocket, move around, escape, do some things on the perimeter. And I don't know that Mac Jones is going to be able to do those things when you have the Von Millers of the world, the, the Khalil Max of the world, the chases of the world, the Miles Garrett's of the world, breathing down your neck on the backside cutoff. When you can't run, when you can't run the read option to hold that backside guy when you drop back to throw the ball, now all of a sudden them dudes is crashing down on you because you're not going to outrun them. They're not afraid of Mac Jones's speed whatsoever. Where Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence, and, and to a degree, Zach Wilson has a little bit of that ability to freeze the backside and hold the backside, so therefore they're not crashing down on you as much. Right, and it's it's obviously also fit, though. You know, we talk about situations also fit. That guy fits the way we play more than maybe somebody mm-hmm. else does. All right, it's a conversation, obviously, that will continue through draft night and maybe even after the draft as well. But the questions that we put out there today, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, is not just about the baseball stuff that we already talked about that I know we have calls on, but also on just worst endings that, that we've seen in sports after such an awful, weird, awkward ending in the Oscars last night. Let's grab some calls, guys, if we want. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Um, do you guys want to get a baseball one in first, or you want to get right to the, uh, the worst endings? Because we have a whole bunch of them. What do you think? I, I mean, the baseball conversation is an interesting one. I'm giving yeah. you, come on, this is dealer's sure, choice, fellas. Cool. I mean, you I mean, know, I, yeah. it, baseball is baseball. It's your show. I mean, it is what it is. All right, right? so we won't go to it. No, yeah, I'm saying fine. baseball is baseball, and it is what it is. They feel a certain way about the style of play in which some of the players That took a lot longer than it about, needed to. I just yes. needed a yes or no. It was yes. very simple. You know, All right, Jason in Phoenix. <laughs> go ahead, Jason. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, God bless everybody. I uh, just wanted to say about the baseball. He already took the worst ending, so I'm not going to get into that, Seattle. Uh, but mm. for baseball uh, – this uh, they legislated the no hitter out of the game basically by only scheduling the game for seven innings. The rule when the rule was made in '91 or whenever it was, yeah. that's when games were being scheduled for nine innings. So if there was a rainout after five, they want to have that rule. Right. But for them to schedule the game for seven and for there to be no hits, I think it's something they can retroactively fix. But the bigger question is, if it's not a no hitter, how does it count as a game? Because that's, that's what more I say. important than just something that we call it. That's mm, exactly what I point. said. Is I don't know how you could say it's if it's a, if it's an official game, then there was nobody that hit the baseball against one pitcher. That by rule is a no hit. I'd love to get Buster only on this, and maybe we will at some point. Let's go to Ken in Dallas. Ken. Hey guys, I love y'all show, man. Enjoy listening to you guys. Uh, it's probably not a worse inning, but it contributed to the ending. Is when the Vince Young and the USC Trojans played in the Rose Bowl when Reggie Bush threw the ball back at the goal line. I think that could have been a win for us, and I just think that that play right there contributed to the to the win for Texas Longhorns. You said win for us. What do you mean, win for us? You can see Keyshawn's face right now when you were saying that. Are you a Trojan by chance? Yeah, yeah, I graduated back in 2008. Yeah, man, you got to let me know that then. Fight on, bro. Fight on, brother. There you go. Come on, man. We don't get too many of us Trojans on here. Why not? Okay, well, do you agree with him? 
Uh, it was a, it was a bad play, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a bad play. The bad, the, the worst what ending. A way to avoid the, it. Well, no, the worst it ending. A it, was a, it was a bad play. The worst ending was Vince Young, uh, in uh, scampering in at the end. And then, if you want to go one step further, you rewind prior to Vince Young scampering in. We went for it instead of pinning his butt deep and making him. I know all game long he had been driving the length of the field to a degree, but in that moment. He's going to have to go to length of field on me. You got to show me you can go 90. I don't give a damn what you did previously. You got to show me right then and there, you got to go 90. But guess who was the head coach of that team? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Guess who was the head coach of the team in Pete Seattle? Pete oh, Carroll. Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. That's all. Tie it all back together. James in Maryland. James. Hey, guys. How you doing, man? Um, uh, Will might like this one. Mine is uh, Georgetown, North Carolina. Georgetown, Freddie Brown, he comes down, he passed the ball to James Worthy, and oh, it's done. Um, that's a heartbreaker, was, right? Heartbreaker. Like, like, just you felt terrible for him because mm. it just was like, a, you know, brain lock in the Gave worst possible dude. moment. It happens, Gave man. It, it happens sometimes. That, that Here, stage is it. big. Stage is too big. That really was that, right? It yeah, was like, exactly. Oh, I don't want it. He's open. Oh, that's Take not it, my please. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. Like Jay like said, passing though, to the ref. Like Jay said, a lot of times it, it, when them lights come on, you've been inside the building. When the light, you get in the building for work and it's dark, and all of a sudden you hear, choo choo. When them lights get to doing that, everything that you learned up until that point, out the window. Out the window. When they say, too, that the game speeds up, it really does in that moment. We got time for one more? <laughs> oh, wrong guy. <laughs> we got time for one more? I think we do. Let's go to Mike in Michigan. Mike? Hey, guys. Good morning. And I just want to wish uh, Zubin a, a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Exactly. And my worst ending ever in the history of any sports is in 2010 when Amando Galarraga was robbed of a perfect game, the first ever possible perfect game in the history of the Detroit Tigers by Jim Joyce on the last out, oh, the, which yeah. was clearly an out. Yeah, that's the one. That's down the first baseline, right? Yeah, right. Right, and, and that, that was before him, review. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he yeah. called them safe at first. And Everybody, how many out. times we saw that over and over again? You're absolutely right. That was painful. That that's a good one too. Yeah, that's another one of those games you certainly think about. We'll take more. Calls on the this. Knicks, it's always an interesting. Coming out the top. No. That was not. That was a great ending. <laughs> now, Elijah Wan blocking John Starks in Game Six in '94. That was a painful ending. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month. That's up to 50 percent less than the other guys. Straight Talk Wireless. So 888 ESPN. 888 Three seven seven six. Keep the calls rolling, and of course, we'll keep the conversation rolling certainly as well. Now, one team. Drafting in the top 10 of the NFL draft says they have no concerns about drafting any of the wide receivers. Which one will they take and how small will he be? That's next. KJZ on ESPN Radio. Yada, yada, and yada, 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 ESPN yada, 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 Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.